0: episode 932 of the sleeper in the Bust. it is tuesday may 25th i'm your host paul spore joined this morning by justin mason justin good morning sir
1: good morning how you doing i am quite well
0: um not for any particular reason i'm just doing well how
1: about you i'm doing fantastic you've got to be doing well because you're still eighth in the main event overall that is true uh, that is that that has been
0: already a great experience uh it's you know, extremely early. I'm well aware of the fact that I have nothing. Um, you don't get anything for being high in the overall uh, uh, in late May. But, you know, we're almost about to hit June, and it's better to play from ahead than from behind. Basically, what I'm looking for on the day-to-day is to avoid catastrophic injuries and catastrophic starts.
1: Hey, you know? if this was 2020, you'd, you'd almost be catching a massive check. That's true. <laughs> I'd be on the cusp
0: if it was uh if it was last year. And that's so crazy. And there are definitely like recently the last couple weeks here, there are days where I'm just like, oh yeah, the season would be over. And we're we're really just kicking into high gear. So it's like there's so much time. And I just have to remember that. And not not just with, with this main event team, which I'm I'm more aware of it with a team that's doing well, but I think you have to be aware of it with a team that's doing poorly so that you don't give up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because what were you just telling me about a team? Now, this is not so much a great story for you because you (laughs) went the wrong way, but it tells you how quickly things are still moving. You had a team that was up 20 what was it on Thursday
1: of last? Yeah, a twelve-team league uh, on NFBC where I was up like twenty points. I was in first place by like twenty points, uh, and on Thursday, and I'm in second now. Like, like it, like it, 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 just changes so fast, you know. Bad start or you know a bad weekend of, of hitting, and all of a sudden you can drop or gain. It's, uh, I think people start to really freak out as Memorial Day approaches, but. Yep. There's, there's a reason why it's a grind. Don't don't give up. Keep going. Because there will be people in your leagues that just go, oh, I'm in 12th place. I'm, I'm, out. I'm done. I'm not going to pay football. attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially yeah, as football it, starts to get going.
0: You know, we talk about the NFBC uh, and, and its competition, and we, we herald it, and this isn't to undercut that. But it doesn't mean that everyone plays 1,000% for 100% of the season. Like, that, you know, even though they paid money – and good money in the uh, main event standpoint doesn't mean that they just uh, are, are balls to the wall for the entire season. People fade out, for sure. And you can take advantage of that. So People um,
1: also make really stupid mistakes. You see the guy who dropped Walker Bueller what? in an uh, in, in OC? I did not see that.
0: What the freak? Who did he get? Not that it matters, but
1: um, do you remember who they got? I think it was Josh Stalmont. Uh, oh, that makes it worse. Yeah. It was this was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. So it, then did he go this
0: week for like a billion? Y- oh, yeah. No, he, 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 went he went for went like five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> with a and then they wait, and then they cut Josh Stomont. So was it the same mm. person?
1: No, it must have been someone else. It must have been that was that's who the guy picked up. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean it wasn't anybody of consequence. Like it wasn't Walker Bueller.
0: <laughs> no, no. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't have mattered. Like just looking at last week's pickups, the top guy was Logan Gilbert, and even that wouldn't justify it. Like that would still be a devastatingly bad move to have to have done that. Oh my gosh! Like that is, wow, that is so brutal that that happened. I can't, I can't believe. So yeah, it wasn't a Stolman pickup. That's who got cut to get him. I wonder who they cut. Um,
1: I'm, I'm looking it up because I know the, the uh the guy who had tweeted about it and brought it to my attention was uh Zach Rodo. Um, okay. So oh he picked up Daniel Hudson. Oh my god. On, this was May twenty third. Or or oh, no no no, this was no not May twenty third. Sixteenth. May sixteenth, yeah.
0: That is so painful, dude. That is so painful. Yeah, um so let me look at one of my
1: ocs real quick with
0: 500 bucks i'd probably about tap me out in a league but i think i don't I even think do i that.
1: have 500 bucks in my ocs
0: yeah um, let's see in the beat call weather wax one the one i'm doing pretty well and i have 488 i think i would have i mean i would have put most of it i probably wouldn't have gotten him because uh, that's the league that we're in and i feel like Somebody else would have just gone higher. Yeah, I, I have it?
1: 341 in one OC, and then that's all we're in together. I've got oh six 648 in the others. So I could have gotten him if it had dropped in mine.
0: So we have four people that have over 600 in our beat calling Weatherwax. I wonder what he would have gone for. You know what? Maybe we can see if the person with Bueller will cut him. Just yeah, yeah. Make... Let's find out. I think that's fair. Yeah. Just to ask him, hey, yeah, please cut him. Yeah, we just need
1: to. See. This is for science.
0: It is absolutely for science. Don't be a coward.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: my team. I don't want to lose. Okay, dweeb. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll bully them. I like it. I like that idea.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, we're going to talk a little bit of news and notes today, and then we're going to get into some starting pitcher ranking differences because our starting pitchers are updated. A bunch of your positions are updated. You should be done by the end of the day. I should be done by tomorrow. Everything should be in there. Everyone that, on the Patreon, you're all set. Uh, we had our watch party uh, on Thursday. We got totally jacked up in that game. It was supposed to be Barrios canning. It ended up being Thorpe Cobb. It was Cobb still fun. Low. It was fun. No, we had a blast. Um, but Otani was out too, so it was like B lineups, and the, the the lesser pitchers got moved up into it. So you know, I planned this out to be you know, based on let's get two good pitchers. You know, an established one and guy who's on the rise. We'll at least get Otani and Trout. Because I scheduled it before Trout even got hurt. So then he gets hurt. Okay, fine. That's all right. We still got the pitchers and Otani. Otani's out. Oh, and Cruz was too for the for mm-hmm. the Twins. Because it was like a B lineup day. And because they had traveled out to L.A. Hey, yeah, it was the beginning of a doubleheader. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was still a blast. Um Come through. We're going to do another one this week. I think we're supposed to do it on Wednesday um, for... Oh, see, that game's already changed. It was going to be the Carlos's, Carlos Rodon versus Carlos Martinez. But now John Gant is pitching there. That could still be fun, though, because we could could expose that his 204 ERA is completely fraudulent. So it's looking at tomorrow at 1 is is looking like the time right now. Wednesday, 1 p.m. Central in the Discord. That's the $4.20 tier or above. You can get in there and just come hang out. You can chat if you want. You don't have to have your video on if you don't want. If you just want to watch the game, I'll be streaming it in there. However, you want to experience it, we'll be doing it again this week. So um, let's talk some news. Big news yesterday drop in that the Jays are going to call up Alec Manoa, their big pitching prospect, who has been decimating Triple A, Justin. Uh, he is just rolling through them this was a matter of time it's only 18 innings so let's you know keep keep it in check a bit but a 0.50 ERA and a 0.56 whip like literally just decimating the competition 41% strikeout 5% walk rate 18% swinging strike rate just as as crisp of an 18 innings as you can get what i'm really looking forward to is the difference in where that changeup and the command are right now versus what he was graded coming into the year, which those were his problem areas, particularly the command. Well, so far, it looks like the command is very much on point. And if if he brings that to the majors, he's going to exceed that 45-plus future value that he was given. And that's what the plus is there for, to kind of point out that, like, hey, there's a development path here where he really exceeds this number that we have. And I think that's what Eric was trying to convey with Manoa, and uh, you know, again, at least through 18 innings, we've seen it. What expectations do you have for Manoa coming up? And then we'll get into uh, how we see him as far as uh, league pickup type. But what do you what do you think Manoa can do this year with uh, with what we've seen so far and what his expectations are?
1: Uh, I can I think he could be pretty amazing from the get go. Uh, what we've seen from him in the minor leagues. Uh, has been stellar and like the one thing you didn't even mention i think is the most important thing he's gone six innings in each one of his starts
0: yeah it's three three straight sixes to get those 18 innings which you love to see
1: so i mean this isn't gonna be a guy they need to necessarily baby uh and I, i i we talked about this on the sunday pod because he was uh, he was one of the more widely picked up guys in kind of mm-hmm. in CBS leagues. And so uh, I had Eric Cross on. He's a prospect guy. Uh, and so we kind of discussed it and we said, like, yeah, I, th- I think he can be a real impact arm uh, from-, from the get-go. I mean, a lot of it's going to depend on how good the changeup is and how much he throws it, right? Because otherwise yep. he's just fastball slider. Not that he can't be successful. But you can succeed on yeah.
0: that. But, you know, we love to see that third pitch. And I don't know how much of his his early success in A from Manoa has been off the changeup. But it's hard, to, even just box score scouting, it's hard to say that the command hasn't been there, at least for these 18 innings. And that was a big issue coming in. So I think there's some wiggle room, even if the changeup isn't great, if that command is legit. Because if you're commanding the two pitches, then you do have... A little bit of margin for error there if you're commanding both of
1: them. Yeah, it makes it a huge bummer for me that I in a in a dynasty league I, I traded Manoa from James Paxton prior <sighs> to the start of the season, <laughs> thinking oh Manoa's is not going to be up until yeah. later in the season and an Established guy. I mean
0: that's a that's a good trade on his face before Paxton gets hurt. So yeah, that that's, sucks. It's a bummer,
1: but uh yeah, no, I think he's I think he has a real opportunity, you know, and there's a real opportunity in the Jays rotation right now. Like they exactly. need another guy. And I do wonder if this is one of the reasons why they did not go and get another starter uh, in, in the offseason. They just said, listen, we got Manoa down there. We've got Pearson. They're both ready. One of these guys is going to be pitching for us early in the season. I think they probably thought it was going to be Pearson, but yeah. uh, Manoa has been so good that, you know they jumped him from you know low a in in 2019 to to triple a this year uh they must have seen something at the alt site and i think that's one of the things that we tend to forget is you know these prospects they 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 were doing work at the alt sites last year and we just don't know what kind of work they were doing that, so teams that's are in tune with it and we're not
0: yep and it's just being in the dark a bit on that because we didn't really get anything that we feel like, I, I don't know, what can we really put into this? So we just have to kind of play off the teams. And like you said, though, moving him from low A in 2019 up to AAA is a big endorsement. He is a college arm out of uh, West Virginia. He's big, 6'6", 260. He does cut that kind of innings eater figure where he can, uh, you know, be somebody that can be relied on quite a bit. And so I'm I'm really eager to see how this goes. Mano's is an all formats pickup for me. Um, the upside is too high. You have to take a shot on him everywhere. So let's kind of get into some numbers, NFBC style. Let's start with the main event, 15 teamers. Um, you don't have to give an exact figure. You are of course competing in the main event, but what's a general idea of what you think, what you're thinking? Uh, it, we're going to see. Obviously, Thursday's start will play a big role. Let's assume it's just fine, okay? A, a standard quality start, six innings, three runs, five strikeouts, and he looks he looks pretty solid. You know, it, the hype uh, is fueled, but not it's not seven innings, twelve strikeouts or something. So it's like a solid start. Where do you think Manoa goes in fifteen team mixers?
1: Uh, I think he's two hundred plus. I mean, we saw on, on the Gilbert train. Yeah, we saw Gilbert go for that, and he Manoa's got a much greater upside than Logan Gilbert. Uh, so, and on, oh
0: wait, you think he's at a much greater upside? Yeah, I do. Okay, that's interesting because I would have thought that their upsides were similar. Now, is this I think based...
1: Gilbert's got a little bit of a safer floor. Okay. Um, okay. And I think that because he pitches in Seattle. His rotation spot may be locked in a little bit more because they don't they're care. If, to get you yeah, yeah, the fuzz. They they're really upset that I said what I just said. Yeah, they so. they
0: they like Ogden Gilbert a lot on the yeah, piece of horse in your city, <laughs> and they don't
1: take kindly to that stuff.
0: So they're out real quick mm-hmm. to get you. Um. So yeah, you said you are saying Gilbert's floor is higher. We know his ceiling could, could could really pop off. Yeah. Um. I I, I see him I see him closer, but. I do think that uh, Manoa's team context is better, mm-hmm. um, even though Seattle has not been playing terribly. You know they're 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 hanging in. I know they're four games under, but they've they've been they've been competitive here and there, and they're certainly not uh, not dead and buried right now. Which you wouldn't have been that surprised if they were uh, a week before Memorial Day, because there are not a lot of expectations for them. Kalanik hasn't even gotten going yet.
1: Hit his first if bomb. He or hit a bomb last night.
0: Yeah, he had a second bomb. bomb. Um, they, I, I still am very confident that he's going to get going. I know you are too. We yeah. both
1: really love him.
0: Um, once, once he does, if we are right, that outfield of Kelnick, Lewis, Hanniger is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> because well, Lewis and Lewis is Hanniger, yeah, Lewis getting going too. Yep,
0: yep. He's he's starting to click, heat up, and Hanniger's been on fire all year. So you know they're starting to get some things going uh, offensively there. But anyway, with with Manoa. 200-plus, I agree with you. Again, I feel like you follow the Logan Gilbert path. You're going to be in a good spot there as far as putting your bids in. So what about 12-teamers then? Because I know I complain about it a lot, but I still have no idea on 12-teamers <laughs> because the difference between them and 15-teamers is so massive, and there is no, like, scale to, like, okay, just drop it down this. No, it, it does not make any sense, okay? Okay. <laughs> Okay. You you get you bid 300 in 15 teamer, that means you bid 14 cents in 12 teamer. Don't ask me how, but that's the conversion, okay? Uh, I'll
1: tell you cuz so in uh in what Gilbert was only available in one of my main event leagues. He went for 225.
0: Yeah, he wasn't even in mine. So in, he was available
1: saying, no. in both of my OCs. He went for 72 and 48.
0: I mean, 70 uh, that, that even that disparity between those two. <laughs> like I it's insane it's insane he went i'm looking at the gilbert bids now for the uh for the ocs he went under 10 in four like in one league just for a dollar and unopposed what nobody else was like ah logan gilbert maybe i can like i'm gonna go i'm gonna shame this league who's in a rotowire rotoworld online championship 873 all right steve m thomas (laughs) warner ryan lang Ben fills you should have filled your team with Logan Gilbert for two dollars. Oh, and it was the last place team. They're giving out charity in this league. They're letting the last place team get Logan Gilbert for a dollar. I'm not done. James Jones, Robert Crenshaw. Uh yeah, maybe your name would be Crenshaw the right way if uh you had Logan Gilbert, but instead it's Crenshaw. I hope these smoked. guys
1: listen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jacob Cook, yeah, you got cooked by not getting Logan Gilbert. Phil Sereno. Uh, I got nothing for that, but you should have bid two dollars. Chuck Stouch, fake name, get out of here. Go hang out with Tom Murphy. Oh, I know Robert... Chuck Stouch. Oh, okay. Well, I don't bid actually. two dollars <laughs> next time. Chuck Stouch, uh, Robert De Delug- That's D and an L together, two consonants. Buy a vowel, my guy. Brent Grooms, <laughs> and then Neil Peterson. You absolute genius, stealing him for a dollar. It's not helping you. You are in last, but hey, it's better than nothing. Okay, team ro- league roasted. Way to go, guys! $1 uh, it,
1: if you're gambling. if if you're in this league and you're listening, please uh, please hit us up us on Twitter. <laughs> that I'm definitely kidding.
0: Um, okay, but twelve teamers they are vastly different. So if you are after Manoa, do you go triple digits there? Because, like you said, Gilbert was a hot ticket, and he went seventy-two and forty-eight in your two twelves. Do you dare go the triple digits with Manoa? Again, we're assuming right now a decent start, not an overwhelming one that's going to inflate the price.
1: I think if you, I mean, a lot of it depends on what your fab context is, but yeah, uh, just a, we're giving
0: general ideas here, especially for the twelves, because the contact lead context matters even more for those than it does for the for the fifteens.
1: Yeah, I think I would. I mean, I, w- I would try to be aggressive. Uh, and I mean, this is one of the reasons why I track the fab in each one of my leagues, see how aggressive people have been, and yes. do you think you need a triple digit bid to go and get him? You know, if you're in a 12 you can go through, you know, the, the fab and see how many triple digit bids have there even been in your league, um, you know, that'll give you a good context to whether or not you need to. But I mean, I, I do think he could be a real difference maker. Uh, there's also some risk. I mean, he is going to be a rookie pitcher with only 18 innings in Triple A. So, absolutely, he's not a lock, you know, to to just dominate off yeah. rip. Absolutely. Um,
0: and so, yeah, like I want to be aggressive. Like I need and beat Paul Spore. I, I need some pitching, but then I see like Logan Gilbert went 133 to 52. Uh, in in, in mind, and then Taylor Walls, who was well regarded and went in the 15s, goes 89 unopposed in my in my 12, and it's like, so it, it's wild, it's wild. But Manoa has a chance to be high impact. You got to go for him in every league. At least put a cursory bid out there, especially in your 12s. If you're not putting something out there, that's how you're going to end up getting your league roasted by letting Logan Gilbert or in this case Alec Manoa go for a dollar. Because I'm going to go find the team, the league that let Alec Manoa go for a dollar next mm-hmm. Sunday. And I'm, I'm going to roast them. I'm destroying that league. Okay. Get, <laughs> get absolutely torched. All right. Uh, some bad news here for fantasy folks, uh, potential bad news, I should say for fantasy folks, waiting on the return of Jesus Lizardo, as he could be coming out of the bullpen upon said return. And I know that, um, you and I believed that he was trending a little too high. Um, it's not to say that I thought he had, was a 579 ERA guy. In fact, I quite liked him. I was It was just a little richer than I was looking to pay for, which was top 100 pretty firmly, right? He, re- he rarely went outside that. So again, this is not to say I, I thought he would suck this year the way he has. I just wasn't quite ready to pay top 100 prices, and so I didn't gain Lazardo. 579 ERA, 161 whip, now being discussed out of the bullpen when he returns from a hand injury it will not be a long-term situation it would be to kind of like get him back into the mix basically the way they started him last year um, which was those multi-inning relief stints he had two of them I could see something similar to that two to four innings out of the bullpen a couple times till they're comfortable with him and then back in the rotation but so let's talk both about that and your outlook on Lazardo the rest of the way because I believe you picked him up after yeah. he was cut by somebody, right?
1: Yeah, I picked him up in I think Roc together in the in the beat, Colin Weatherax, uh, and, and I, I snuck it, him and I think Cabranian and Hayes. Uh, it
0: might have been Colin who cut him. Let me.
1: Uh, oh, you, you continue to talk and I will I will look up who did that. Yeah, so I saw those two guys. I didn't have any injuries on my team at the time, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna sneak these guys and hope to kind of get a a stud hitter, stud. Pitcher, rest of the way. I do think he can be a stud. He still struggles within the zone at times, uh, and that's what leads to the home runs. But uh, I mean, he's got elite stuff when he's healthy. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's uh, you know throwing upper nineties from the left hand side. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be pretty good, and I think there. But I think obviously there's gonna be struggles at times. It's it's not the easiest of divisions to uh, pitch in when you've got the Angels up the Mariners lineup uh, and the Astros lineup going up against you, but you do love uh, pitching in the Coliseum—a great place to pitch and always, uh, you know. And he gets swings and misses, so I I do think that he's worth kind of trying to grab and uh, pick up, especially if people are, are less antsy to pick him up, considering he will start in the bullpen. I don't think oh, that was going to be a big deal.
0: I was going to say, though, yeah, keep an eye on if there are some cuts based off of this. And it would be in 10 and 12 teamers. I don't think anybody in 15 team is going to be ready to give up on Lazardo just because of this bullpen thing. Because, again, it's not going to be long term. But in 10s and 12s, people move quickly. And uh, it, wa- it wasn't Colin who cut him. He cut six, though. Uh, it was Dan Thompson. And it's interesting what he did here because he cut him for another stash in Eliezer Hernandez. What do you uh what do you think
1: about that I'm a little bit more worried about Hernandez's injury you know those, those bicep things turn into shoulder things turn into forearm things mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a li- so I'm a little bit more concerned I know he's either starting or has started a rehab assignment so he should be back soon but I don't know the the nature of the injury itself makes me a little bit more skeptical than a guy like lazardo
0: yeah, I think I think that's completely fair. By the way, it wasn't it was a different league um, that Colin and I are in that uh, that six 0 was cut in, and I don't I don't think he did it. It was in my beat pulse for one, and I'm trying to see who cut him. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but I just wanted to get the right answer there. Um, so yeah, with Lazardo, be patient. You bought in on him at the beginning of the year. I don't think you should be jumping off based on 28 innings. Again, shallower leagues, I get it. If you have a tough decision and he has to be a cut, but I would really be trying to still hold on to him. Like you said, he's still throwing hard. He's still missing bats. Cuts those homers, tightens up the command and control a little bit. I think we get back on track to where last year was. And, you know, last year was a 4.12 ERA, not knocking your socks off, but we saw a lot that we liked from him within those 59 innings. So I still like Lazardo. and if he's cut in any of my leagues, I'm going to be – right there ready to uh make a move uh i have devastating news and it is that uh jones highway is on the il
1: oh no yeah I, I feel like we missed an opportunity to get a rotawear shirt out of this
0: you're 100 percent right and uh i i don't know if i can forgive myself
1: yeah i was saying last night on the friends of fancy benefits uh live stream podcast that uh uh I hope he's okay and can come back because I really would like to get a Jones Highway jersey. I agree. I just I can imagine
0: the the highway based shirt with mm-hmm. a winding road of some sort. Yeah, yeah, that like leads to city field or something mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I far be it for me to try to design it. And road where Kenny it needs literally zero help. He's brilliant. So just saying if Jones Highway comes back, Jones Highway Fargus, do do your thing. Yeah, you're gonna sell. You'll sell two of them if you just want to make yeah. two custom ones. I I know two idiots who will buy them. <laughs> so he's hurt. It's obviously not fantasy relevant, but he's become a, a show favorite. It, Jones Highway.
1: It's fantasy him. relevant, not necessarily because of him, but the Mets in general are a complete oh disaster. Uh, and adding to my streaming uh, success uh, this year, I, I I picked Austin Gomber. Gombered it up, yeah, tell. and uh, and that was beautiful. Uh, but you really can stream anybody against the Mets right now.
0: Yeah, they're not they're not scary, and you know, Gomber got another two start, and uh, I I, I kind of tweeted out a little thing yesterday of like you know the pitching storylines to watch. I was like, is another Gomber coming? And a couple people didn't understand what I meant by that. It was he was coming into a two start week both on the road um, after pitching pretty well in his first four starts. So people were pretty excited. He was was a solid pickup that week. That Monday, your Giants obliterate him for nine runs in an inning and two-thirds, a.k.a. Gombering the hell out of everybody. He bounced back with a decent win in Arizona. Wasn't really enough to salvage the week, though, after you give up nine in an inning and two-third. So I was wondering, you know, oh, God, is it going to happen again? Nope, Uh, not unless he gets torched this weekend because he was brilliant. Two runs in eight innings with eight strikeouts. It was a couple of solo shots against that Mets squad. Like you said, they're horrendous. You should not be afraid to start anybody against them. Jonathan VR, Francisco Lindor, James McCann playing first base, Dom Smith. Tomas Nito, Jose Peraza, Cam Maben, and then Jones Highway before he got hurt. That is so bad, Justin. Like you can say Mets going to Mets, but like it's not their fault that they've been decimated. By no, injuries.
1: they've been so unlucky. Uh, yeah, I mean Pete the- Alonzo,
0: Sorry, real quick, Pete Alonzo, J.D. Davis, Jeff McNeil, Michael Conforto, Brandon Nimmo, all on the Kevin Pillar, all on the IL.
1: Somehow they're still first in the division. I know they're the they're only team above 500. And they get Jacob Degrom back tonight. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it
0: be funny if this is the offense that scores like seven for him?
1: No, it won't happen. They don't. They're not know, allowed to score runs make, when he's on the mound.
0: It would make me,
1: haha, and guffaw. I mean, I hope they do because I have I have lots of Jacob Degrom. It, it,
0: it would, yeah, it would meet me. I don't have a lot, but I have him, and it would just be rich if this was the offense that like exploded for him. Like uh, uh, a broken jo- Jones Highway comes off the bench <laughs> and hits a two run go ahead, three
1: home runs, steals just, four bases.
0: Yeah, it just goes off. It says, I took myself off the IL because I'm Jones MF in Highway and then uh, gets Gatorade doused during the interview. Anyway, moving on. Keston here is returning from the minors. Now, I'm going to give you the minor league numbers, and they're going to sound great. But it's the same old Keston Hero, in that he was still striking out like crazy. And uh, j- just real quickly, he had a 438, 526, 906 line in his 38 plate appearances, but he struck out 34% of the time. He did walk 11%. He doesn't usually walk, but he had a 688 BABIP. And a 75% homer to fly ball rate.
1: Are those good? I believe they're okay.
0: Okay, okay, cool. I mean, but again, it is still, it's obviously a a hyper-focused version of Hero, but it's the same guy that we're dealing with here, which is he puts such burden on the contact that he does make because it's so infrequent that it has to go for hits. And he crushes the ball when he does make contact. He just doesn't make enough contact. And I don't think anything's going to be that different. Um, his Babbitt might get back, you know, closer to his career 339 than the 255 that we've seen thus far. But is he not still just going to be the uber volatile, frustrating player that we've seen from Hira?
1: No, he's going to be exactly. He is who he thought he was. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Shouts to Dennis Green. His uh, his comments there have, have played so well. Mm-hmm. Uh for, for the you know decades now at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean uh, he had a 57.5 zone contact percentage.
0: <laughs> it has to be because he swings out of his shoes, right? Because like I said, whenever he does make contact, Hira obliterates the ball, but it's such infrequent contact that everything has to fall for a hit or else he's he's toast. He's so babip dependent. And I, I just I think it's gonna be more of the same. And you're just going to be keeping an eye on that Babbitt to determine what kind of results you're going to get. I mean, he has to be rostered everywhere because the upside is still substantial. But uh, my expectations aren't super high.
1: I ranked him 19th at second base. And that's, that that's... saying something because second base is a fucking disaster. Well, it,
0: it's... There's just so much of the sameness across the position,
1: too. Well, and you can use all those players at different positions. Exactly. That's another great
0: call-out, and it, it takes away from the second-base pool because everyone's using them elsewhere. So, you know, again, he is who he is. He's got power. He has some speed capability. He's on a decent team, so the runs, can, runs and ribbies can be there but we know the flaws that he can have. We saw how great he was in 2019 when he was toting a 402 BABIP. He was at 273 last year and 255 so far this year. He's just BABIP dependent, plain and simple. Uh, All right, last bit of news before we get into my my guys that I have higher in SP rankings. Carson Kelly returns very quickly. Uh, You may have remembered when he got hurt and now you're like, wow, he's already back. Justin, it's because he's gonna play through the fracture. And it's a toe fracture, which, you know, I guess can be like an out of the way kind of thing that isn't necessarily going to bother him. But it strikes me as a little bit nerve wracking that that this is the, the path that they're taking with Carson Kelly. How, how do you feel about this? It's weird as a catcher. That, that's exactly why I have a concern.
1: Because you mentioned before he so started recording, like he's gonna be in a squatting position with a lot of pressure on his feet, yeah, uh, and and then he could also get hit in the toe with pitches. Yeah, exactly, or foul balls. Yeah, uh, it's his big toe too, so it's not out of the way. Okay,
0: I just saw that. I I, I missed that it was a big toe, so it's definitely a prominent one. Is it? it's the left big toe? You're leaning on that all day. And I don't know what a tuft fracture is. Maybe some of our more medically inclined folks can let it me know. It sounds pretty tough. You have to, you have to leave. Sorry. You, yeah. You, you End of podcast. To. Yeah. No, it's you understand though, right? No. I,
1: yeah. I, I. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, so just googling tuft fracture, they normally take four to six weeks to heal. He was on the IL for four to six minutes. Yeah. So uh, I just don't under, I mean he literally was on the minimum 10 days. That's not 4 to 6 weeks, Justin. I know how to count.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I'm a little PO because I dropped him. <laughs> well, cuz you thought you're going to miss, you know,
0: over yeah. a month and catcher it's hard to hold an extra catcher even someone who's performing that well. What 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 size league did you do that in?
1: It's a 15 team league Ooh, and I've already I'm surprised been, you did that. I've been decimated by injuries. I figured yeah, and he had so he had a reason. Yeah, and so yeah, I'm 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 a little I'm a little pissed that I dropped him. Uh I mean if he can play through this, he's been fantastic this oh, season. And, he's been so good. Yeah, so I mean, uh I'm I'm hoping he can play through it. Uh I wonder if the Diamondbacks give him a few more off days. Uh it's a bummer for those of you who invested anything into Dalton Farshow because he's heading back down to the minors uh as a result of this. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I mean, I I think he's, you know, if he can continue to play, I think he can be a guy who hits 260, 270 with double-digit home runs the rest of the way, which makes him likely uh, a top 10 catcher, and I ranked him 10th in my catcher ranks.
0: Yeah, what, where, didn't I have him a little bit lower? Cause I think you have him ranked, 14th, but you, yeah, what, you
1: also ranked prior to the news that he was coming back up.
0: Correct, so that was it, right in the throes of the injury, uh, I will adjust him upwards based on the fact that he's back, even though I am a little bit nervous about it. I, uh, I'm still. You can probably you know, just
1: swap him with Wilson Ramos. Yeah, that's
0: that sounds great. By the way, how how awesome was he to start? He has been. He's back disaster- on the IL. Yeah, he's back on the IL, and he's been disastrous for a good bit since then too. Just absolutely brutal. Um, but yeah, this you know you got to put him back in and everything because. You're not trying to hold three catchers and just sit him on your bench. But uh, I do worry about this. I I don't know that this is the best plan. Again, if somebody has some knowledge on tough fractures that suggests that maybe this isn't that bad of an idea, then by all means, uh, let me know. But uh, I suggest
1: that maybe they're not tough.
0: I know you dig in for like an hour, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and end it, but I had to silence you on that. You deserved that. But I know that you would just, you know, get on your phone, get your smokes and just yeah. hang out. Yeah, no, hang I just chill it. I love it. We haven't had a silence off in a while. Yeah. Um, We, we were due for one there. By the way, I, I threw a little leaderboard in your, uh, your G chat there of all I my see pictures. That. And so we're, now we're going to get into these pictures here. We're not going to deep dive all of them. In fact, uh, one of the oldies just got get, got knocked off there because, listen, uh, I'm just going to cut to the chase on Mad Bum. If his velo is tracking over 91, you're good. If not, be concerned. It it it, it is really that simple with him. And um, there's going to be a similar type deal when we do your higher pitchers on Thursday with uh, Garrett Richards. Go look at his his first four starts. He didn't touch 94. His last four, he's been over 94, and he's been dominant. It's like for some of these older guys, it's like their their key is literally just where their velo is, and it brings everything else into place. So we can cut Bumgarner off very easily by saying that. That's why I'm believing in him. And if the velo starts to dip, I will bounce immediately. Uh, but let's start with JT Brubaker, who we have a pretty big split on. We had a bigger it, split. We had a bigger split and yeah you, you can absolutely call me out for changing it realizing that I was definitely too high. Um, I had him like
1: 48 or something crazy. Yeah, you had him 49th and I I uh, I thought that was just a bit aggressive.
0: yeah and I looked and I thought I thought he'd been performing better. I was like, oh, you know I'm gonna be you know justified here when I see where he's been on on the player rater. No, not at all. In fact, lowering him, I didn't lower him enough, but I'm still going to end up being higher. So let's still talk about him. His last two starts have really, I think that I think I just missed the impact of his last two starts because he's given up 12 of his 23 earned runs. So he had a 2.58 ERA going into those. And I think I still had that guy in my mind. So I lowered him to 63, but you have him at 106. So we still have a very stark difference here now. You know, it's not that these games don't count the two that he's had that have been a disaster, but he's pretty excellent for seven starts before that. And so I'm feeling like this is more blip than than huge concern, especially like with the Atlanta one. Yeah, he gave up seven runs, but I'm going to take a little little silver lining from it that he at least got seven strikeouts as well and getting worked by Arizona or by Atlanta. Pardon me. Is not the end of the world to me, you know. Uh, Austin Riley dropping two homers on you, Dansby Swanson getting one, so he gave up three three homers. That's not good, but uh, I think he's pretty solid. I like that his strikeout rate is you know over one per inning. The home runs are the one issue that stands out. They were a little bit of trouble last year, and then but it's up to one eight right now. But again, three of his ten came in the last outing. So home run rates are difficult to look at. Early in the season, because one awful game can really impact them. Um, so I think the rest of the way, Brubaker can give us a sub four ERA, and that's why I still kept him into my top seventy.
1: Yeah, I probably should raise him up a, a fair amount. I'm definitely gonna. I'll take a, another look at this tonight uh, as I finish my the rest of my hitter ranks. Uh, but I'm I am concerned about the home run rate. You know, he does uh, give up a fair amount of hard contact. Uh, you know, he's got an almost 50% fly ball rate. this mm-hmm. uh, things start warming up, the balls are going to, you know, probably start going over the fence, uh, you know, a little bit more. And, uh, I mean, the nice thing is he's not walking, guys. And so the home runs he gives up are typically going to be solo or, or two-run shots as opposed to three-run shots. But yeah, I'm... You know, this is probably a matter of, you know, I was just, I didn't rank him in, in the preseason, or at least I ranked, I think I ranked him really lowly uh, in the preseason, and so I'm having a hard time bringing it back up. Uh, but he's, he's been very good, uh, and uh, it's not a bad division necessarily to pitch in either. Uh, Great Park too, of course. Yeah, and Fantastic Park. I wonder if he's going to be a guy that Pittsburgh looks to move uh, here in uh, you know, at the deadline, you've got to th- you got to think that they're gonna to try to get rid of a lot of their older assets. He's you know 27, uh, so a lot of team control though. So mm-hmm. they they would have to get something nice,
0: and you know maybe you pair him with with somebody like Rich Rod, or Adam to really, Frazier, yeah, to, or Adam Frazier to really get a high impact piece coming back. I think if you fill two spots for a contending team you can really you know Rich Rods living up to we were really high on him he's been amazing actually 0. .47 ERA 0. .37 WHIP like he's been untouchable uh 6 saves so yeah i think i think pairing two of the assets there could really get them something back and Brubaker could be that guy because yeah he's 27 he's going to be on their next great team he is again long term they have him they have him until 26 but Maybe they say, you know what, let's sell kind of high on him and give this trading team that we want this big prospect from a pitcher that they're going to have for four more years. So I I think there could be some interesting things there. But, uh, yeah, I I, I think I'm still a little too high, but I do like him. I think when you see the dust settle, if you're checking these rankings, you're going to see me have him closer to seventy five. But I, I, I'm still comfortable with him in my top 75 Brubaker because he is getting the strikeout per inning. He does have a good home park. We saw some things last year to be interested in, but I did come in a bit too high on both the initial and the re-rank. You're probably going to move him up a little bit. We're going to end up being closer, but there was still a split here worth uh, worth kind of digging into with uh, with Brubaker. Um, all right, let's talk Domingo Herman, who I have at 50 and you have at 99. So we do indeed have a 49 point split, and the reason Brubaker was ahead because he it was originally the biggest split, and I was sorting them by split, but I didn't do a resort. Um, Domingo Herman has been 34th on the Ras Ball Player Playerator so far. By the way, Brubaker's 73rd, just for context there. Um, so you know you're kind of the lower one on Herman. I'm not just ranking him off of what he's done and saying, well that's you know that's it and that's all. But I I like the way Herman can pitch. I think he's got. You know, good strikeout stuff. He's on a great team, of course. Uh, We saw that big season in 19. Now, I want to be clear about that season. He still had a 403 ERA. It wasn't like he was some untouchable stud. His home run rate kept his ERA relatively high compared to his whip, which was 115, um, because he he allowed nearly two homers per nine. And homers have always been an issue. They're still there this year. But he has a 305 ERA. Let's say that's going to be up. I'm going to put him in the mid threes the rest of the way. I still really like him. And so I, I got him top 50. You're at 99. Uh, what's your beef with Domingo Herman?
1: Yeah. He's another guy I should probably raise. The hard part with pitching right now is there's just so many elite ratios right now. Oh, it's I know hard to parse out who's, you know, he's with the, with with the way the ball is not moving. Uh, that, uh, it's so difficult to figure out like what what's legit and what's not uh i agree i what, agree what i love about herman is i mean his walk rate is just nothing right now i mean we're four and a half percent walk rate um yeah i'm definitely that keeps that
0: keeps the homers
1: because mm-hmm. the homers know, are gonna be a problem
0: yeah yeah i mean he has three games with two homers he was at 1.9 homer per nine in 19, 1.6 back in 2018 when he didn't do well. He had a 557 ERA that year because his walks were up, his hits were up. So, you know, we love that he's not walking anybody. It's more control than command, which tells that, you know, the home run rate tells you that, the hit rate tells you that. But it's something. It's something to build on. Give me my strikeouts. You know, he's just shy of a strikeout per inning. I think he'll be a strikeout per inning by season's end. That's you know for his career he's pretty much around there a little bit above, so yeah I I, I like him I I, I think there's a, a case for you to maybe move him up a little bit and maybe not get all the way to me at fifty. But yeah I no think-
1: I, I won't get that far but uh, I'm thinking he's probably needs to jump up to around eighty. Uh, he's gonna jump right behind the guy we're gonna talk about next. We, I'm gonna jump okay. him up to eighty two.
0: Okay. And uh, next on our list here, as we transition from Domingo Herman, we're going to talk about Robbie Ray, who uh, we have a big split on. I have him at 42. You have him at 81. Now, I've never been a huge Robbie Ray guy. I was shocked by myself that I wound up with him at 42. I wrote him up yesterday, though, and I came out pretty confident in what he's doing, especially with regards to the newfound walk rate. That's never been something that's been in his game. So I understand if on its face, people are a little skeptical of the 6% walk rate that Robbie Ray has produced, but he is absolutely attacking the zone. And, you know, particularly with his fastball and really just going after guys. And that is a, you know, that's a direct link toward cutting that walk rate. Now, home runs are still a problem. They always have been. But just like we, we just said with Herman, when you're not walking anybody, those are solos, and it's a lot more palatable. That said, a 2.3 homer per nine cannot, cannot live. Like something has to give here. Ray's profile right now is really bizarre because the core skills, the strikeout and walk, are brilliant at 29 and 6% respectively. But then you have a 2.3 homer per nine, a 97% left on base rate. Like, it's just wacky. Something's going to give there. 26% homer to fly ball. So that should come down. Um, the left-on-base rate will go up. If you can cut the homers to a more, like, palatable, like, for him, even 1-4 would be palatable, even though that's still pretty high. Something has to happen. But I like the core skills. I'm willing to bet on the fact that this new walk rate has some legitimacy. His velo is also up to a career-best 953 and, yeah, I ended up just thinking, I'm kind of in on this Robbie Ray situation here, and I got him 42. What do you think?
1: Yeah, this profile makes zero sense. <laughs> I, like, he's he's given up all these home runs, but he's also got a 46% ground ball rate.
0: I know, dude. And yeah, he's yeah, that's the part not I didn't walking
1: mention. anybody. Uh, he's getting strikeouts. Like, I... Like this profile is just And like, even like the indicators are like torn on him. 488 FIP, uh, 420 XFIP, or X well, we'll Sierra. Yeah. Sierra likes him. Yeah. Sierra likes him. X FIP likes him. Like n- nobody knows what to do with Robbie Ray. And I, I felt the same way. I actually had him lower. And then I read your article yesterday. Uh, and I went, okay, I'm going to move him up. Uh,
0: Xfip is neutralizing that home run, though. Yeah. Right and I don't agree with that because he's never he's never been somebody who deserves that kind of treatment mm-hmm. um, to to neutralize it because he's a home run machine. Robbie Ray is so. I think you can you know you can kind of look at some of these ERA indicators with a little. Uh,
1: I think he's the ones... a low fours guy. Um... Okay with that can work. like a 120 125-ish whip, a ton of strikeouts, and that's Robbie Ray.
0: I mean, but he's not been the Robbie Ray that we're used to. I this know.
1: Year. He's, he's he's just a new Robbie Ray. Yeah. But the he's end different. of the season line is going to feel similar. similar, I think, cuz I mean, the home runs aren't going away. He just he leaves but too But ma- ha-
0: they have to come down. At 2.3 though, like uh, if you told me like 2.3 is sticking then i would i would drop him 25 no i mean he he's that.
1: got a 25 percent home run to fly ball rate
0: has to come down
1: yeah right? um you'd think especially because he's only got like a 37 percent fly ball rate uh yeah i it'll be interesting to see like them moving to buffalo what that does um
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That happens soon, right?
1: Yeah, but it's like, I, are, are the park factors going to be any different from what they have been, considering... I, I, I doubt they'll it, be
0: that different. Yeah, that's a good call-out.
1: So, yeah, I mean, if he can continue to post a sub-10% walk rate, he's going to be extremely successful. Um, I mean, he's... the, the
0: way he's attacking... Mm-hmm. is working with ray like i said he it, it is a straightforward you know just just go at the yeah. the opposition highest and it's first pitch
1: strike rate of his career um hot you know our second highest uh o swing percentage of his career zone contact rate is the best of his career uh swing and strike rate best of his career like this is an improved robbie ray uh but there there will be there will be blood. There will be blow ups. It's, it's mm-hmm. gonna there there are gonna be times in which you go and it's gonna come come at like the most inopportune moment. It's gonna be like, oh, this is a great start against Baltimore. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, no. Because
0: because the home runs don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. And and in fact, you you mentioning Baltimore is perfect because you're gonna think like, Okay, Baltimore, great but it's going to be July in Camden. And even with their B lineup, they're going to smack four homers off of him for eight runs. And it's be like, damn it. There goes all the good Robbie. Like, you know, it'll, it'll all be washed away and we'll be kind of starting back at, at zero with him. And that will be super frustrating. Like that. That'll be really, really frustrating. So, um, like I said, I believe in it to a degree that I can get him to the top 50. And I like this new approach. Something has to give, and I was willing to kind of rank him a bit higher and wait for whatever it is to kind of give because I believed in the strikeouts and walks. Like, I, I believe this walk rate has enough legitimacy to it that uh, I'll, I'll take my chances on the home run rate uh, smoothing out in a good way. All right, let's talk advert Alzale. Oh, by the way, Robbie Ray is 48th on Raz. So, again, for him to be pitching this well and for me to – have ranked him higher than he is on the player rater, tells me i need to come down a little bit so again going through this exercise also helps the, the person who's higher on them see yep. like hmm,
1: this is why maybe- i love doing this because it actually helps me kind of straighten things out a little bit you know there'll be guys hey. that i drop or, or raise based on our discussions as, as a as i'm sure it will be for you
0: absolutely i'm I'm not too proud to be like oh i i I went too high on that. Let's let's adjust that. Let's have a, a smarter, better ranking. Um, all right, Adbert Azalee, sixty-eight for me, one hundred three for you. He's been fifty-three on the player raider, so I didn't overrank him there. Um, no love for the young for the young cub.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Let's uh,
0: let's dive in here. Let's dive in here a little bit on the stats. So uh, we got a four thirty ERA, but a .86 WHIP. 45 strikeouts in 44 innings. Hey, what do you have here? Another home run issue. Fun. Only two homer free games, but even the three games where he's allowed two homers in each of them, the earned run totals were three, three, and four. Did you know, by the way, that Alzelay opened his season by facing Milwaukee three times in a row?
1: I did not know that. Uh, That's Crazy. Isn't that wild, the way the schedule worked? Um,
0: so, yeah, you know, I think he's been pretty good. I was, I was intrigued by him last year as, as a hybrid guy. Got 21 innings of quality work with uh, four starts, two relief appearances. He's a full-time starter right now. I understand if you have some concern about the homers, but again, also, like the last couple guys we talked about, doesn't walk guys, which makes those homers less painful. And I don't necessarily think that alzale is a guaranteed homer guy the way the other two are. With uh, Herman and Ray, they're kind of more set in their ways. alzale has not always been uh, homer-tastic, so I feel like there, he could even improve that in season um, and get his ERA working closer to that 3.25 Sierra. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty strong on on Alzalay. I like having him in the top 75. I guess it'd be top seven, top sixty-five if I have him right there. Um, but you got him at you got him at one hundred and three. What do you what do you think? Mm.
1: Yeah, the homers scare me a little bit, especially when Wrigley warms up in the summer. Uh, he's, he's also running on a two ten Babbit right Su- now, super sustainable. Yeah, Um <laughs> Just kidding, obviously. Yeah, the I mean the things I love are, are the walk rate and the ground ball rate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, forty eight percent ground ball rate uh a uh a four percent walk rate uh and that doesn't even take into account he's had one walk in his last four starts. Holy smokes. Like he is he has not walked anybody recently. I probably need to come up on him as well. Um yeah. I'm just Wait, where do you think you can get him to <laughs> let me look. All right, so I can probably move him up. You got
0: Logan Webb at 84 still. You don't think yeah. Elzelay is better than Webb? And put aside for a fact that uh, Web's moment hurt. that Webb's hurt, because we usually don't rank IL guys, but um, even if he was back right now, would, would you prefer Webb or mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Webb pitching f- very well up late.
0: The, um, over his last five starts for Webb, 350. 314 ERA with the only bad start coming in Colorado, which you probably would have skipped anyway.
1: I'm actually gonna jump him above Herman. I'm I'm okay. gonna jump him up to that same area though. So I think Al- I'm I think I'm gonna jump him up to 82.
0: I like getting hooked up. Yeah. Okay. That's uh that's quite a bit. Uh more interest there
1: yeah no that's I, I i mean i knew he had been giving up home runs i had not realized how few people he had been walking uh, that's what i really like from a that... young guy whose main concern was his command and control command still an issue but the control not an issue mm-hmm. uh yeah i think that you know and that that team is i think better than maybe people were giving it credit for so uh, you know, they're they're. I'm guilty of that. I I don't get behind that Cubs. Part of it though is is the
0: lack of pitching.
1: Yeah, we we didn't know the rotation was going to actually be decent.
0: It it, it has been. And you know, um, Hendricks and Davies got off to brutal starts. They're both getting back on track. Arietta's been a perfectly capable like number four type, and um, and then Alzolay. Really, really setting it off nicely there, and then you know Trevor Williams has been a five, like he has a he has a six ERA, but that's fine. He's a he's a fifth starter. They can figure something out um, there, and maybe go back to Alec Mills when he gets healthy. Although he was not very good in twenty-three innings, so never mind there. But yeah, I'm still nervous on this pitching with regards to this team, but they have been playing. uh, Above my expectations because they're an over four hundred. This, this, this is gonna
1: be this going they're gonna be like a Giants team in which they do just oh. good enough where they can't sell their pieces yep. they're about to lose.
0: You're exactly right, and it's gonna be so frustrating for Cubs fans. Yeah, have fun with that. that that'll be fun <laughs> for you guys. Enjoy that. Enjoy that Cubs fans. All right, next up on our list we have Kwang Young Kim, who uh, who duelled last night. He and Lance Lynn were battling. It was great great duel there i don't know if you were tuned in on that at all yeah i was go- because i
1: stacked white socks
0: ah okay well they go out for the visit and um they they you know give kim the visit they leave him in and then andrew vaughn hits the mm-hmm. two-run homer that was nice and they they start to open open it up a little bit with runs so you probably didn't get what you wanted there with five runs six hits on your stack, especially if you didn't have Vaughn or, uh, or Mercedes. Oh, I, I definitely did have them. It still wasn't enough. Okay. Yeah. I, I figured that, you know, you, you want more than five runs when you're stacking. Um, but he still pitched pretty well, five and two thirds, three runs, five hits, three walks, five strikeouts. The, the interesting thing about Kim this year has been that his strikeouts have been there. And that was kind of the thing that we were sacrificing saying, okay, you know, give me good ratios. Give me lots of innings. I'm fine with that. Um, He's got a strikeout printing 32 in 32, but his whip is actually trend- trending pretty high at 131. 309 ERA. He comes in pretty low on the player rater at 105, and I think that's because he is 1 in 2 and uh, as that's his a win loss record. And, and the whip, yeah. yeah. So you, you, you throw in the whip and a disastrous record. I am at 62, you're at 93. In fact, I've done some shuffling right now to the point where he's already moved down a little bit.
1: Uh, let's see where I'm. And, I moved, and I've moved him up since, or well, not since we started talking, but before we started talking. So I was—I actually didn't even rank him in my top 125 uh, initially. That was a mistake. I kind of stand by where I've got him now, though. Uh, so where,
0: where, where did I say him? 103.
1: Uh, I believe 93.
0: Yeah, 90. 93. So. I can understand having some concerns about him, especially with the WHIP being high. Like I said, I've already moved him down to seventy-two, so um, already nine rankings, uh, or excuse me, ten rankings, just off of the shuffling that we've been doing here while we've been talking. But I, I'm still going to keep him in the top seventy-five there because I think he can chisel that WHIP back down even if it comes at the expense of some strikeouts, I'm willing to make that trade. And I also don't believe that his record's going to remain so crappy. Like he's going to start to get decisions and probably, you know, for the positive end being on a quality Cardinals team. So I still think you're a little light at 93 to, to defend yourself. Good sir. Yeah.
1: I mean, if, if you look at what he's done over the course of just this month uh, you take out those first two starts uh, in April uh, the strikeout rate's already come down. The walk rate is not good at all. Uh he, you know, he gets a fair amount of ground balls, but it's it's not like over fifty percent, which is kind of I think where we kind of expected him to be. ERA's still been good, right? He just hasn't been giving up, you know, because he doesn't give up home runs. Mm-hmm. I just think that there is a margin for error that's gonna be uh ugly for him, especially with that walk rate. And I don't think he's going to continue to put up the strikeout numbers we we have seen. So his swing strike rate is like 10%. Uh, he, you know, does, you know,
0: you don't think he can turn that into then lowering the, the whip, though, if he's going to sacrifice some of those strikeouts? But he's back. already
1: started to do that, and he's not. Okay. 309 Babib is pretty high.
0: I don't know. I, I like him. I th- I think he's pretty good.
1: I think he's, he's fine, um, but like he's just not a guy I want to build, you know, the back part of my rotation with, usually.
0: You ever KD at 94? That's I a do. personal attack.
1: Well, he's he's injured. You're injured now. I, I've been injured for years. Well, you just caught another injury. <laughs> uh, from me. I'm
0: coming to get you. Um, yeah, I get it. I don't. I didn't even rank him because he's hurt. But <laughs> so I'm taking offense to your ranking. <laughs> yeah,
1: how dare I'm in you. infinite um, spots above you in the rankings on him.
0: I, I, I'm not going to, uh, you know, die on some Kwang Young, Kwang Young Kim Hill of like, bro, you've no, got you. No, you love freaking... him. Yeah, yeah he, he he's your
1: number two starter. Top thirty for me. I mean, oh, yeah. JT Brewbreaker, pocket aces. W-
0: one two over Degrom and Cole. Mm-hmm. Those losers. DeGrom barely did anything at low A. with a loser. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Uh, no, I, I I can understand being a little tepid there because if the if the strikeouts do go, then what are you going with there? But for me, I, I'm thinking that the ratios are still going to be an asset. Win-loss record, will get back on track. We don't really get too hung up on that. I'm just bringing that up because that's why, that's a big reason why he's ranked so low. Even with the bad whip, if he had four wins right now, he'd be ranked in the top. 65. I'm, I'm pretty confident on that. Um, all right, Taiwan Walker. This one I am livid about. It's weird that I'm high on Taiwan Walker. Folks are going to be stunned to find Shocker. out that you're higher on Andrew Heaney, Garrett Richards, and that I'm higher on Taiwan Walker, Whoa, Nathan well, Evaldi. Spoiler alert. Just absolute shock. I know. Spoil, I ruined the entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, Taiwan Walker, I got 57. You got him 84. He's been 27th on the year. So I, I'm not even going full you know, full overreaction to what he's been doing. But I think you're selling my guy short here. And, um I mean, I've always believed in the arm talent. Health has been the only thing that's really ever derailed him. But it has it has done a number on, on Walker. He's healthy right now, pitching brilliantly. Obviously, I'm not expecting a 162 batting average against or
1: 214 BABIP um, um, to maintain. He's not healthy right now. He's on the IL. Wait, when did he go on the IL? Like a week ago what <laughs> he's got an oblique injury that's why he's so low i completely missed that <laughs>
0: i'm a bad person yeah well again i ranked before inj- these injuries happen yeah so yeah. that's my excuse yeah no, he he but...
1: may be back fairly quickly um but yeah he had, he had a side issue um and, okay, that well went on the IL, and that's that's why he's so low for me
0: so then where would you put him when he when he gets back
1: um, let's see. I've got him 84. He probably drops up 20 plus spots. Okay. Uh, I he probably goes, you know, he's probably gonna go 50. It's
0: good enough for me. Whatever anything in the 50s,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, probably.
0: So then we don't really have a disagreement. Yeah. It's, the, it's the injury. I, I missed it. I, yeah. I, I missed the injury. As much as I love him, uh, I didn't really get him anywhere. And so when the guys aren't on your team, sometimes things slip through the cracks and you're just an idiot and you didn't see that a guy you profess to love. Yeah.
1: You know, some, obviously some love don't love there. him that much.
0: Yeah, can he can't be that big of a fan, Paul. Relax. Uh, but, yeah, I, mean, I should have assumed he's on the Mets. I mean, I should have yeah, obviously no,
1: that's exactly
0: right. flat out assumed that he was hurt. Uh, but, yeah, May 19th. Five, uh, five, six days ago, went on the IL. This is what happens when
1: you take vacations too much.
0: Well, it wasn't really a vacation, (laughs) and you know that. It was not even that fun, so shut up. How about that? Um, All right, well, then we don't really have much disagreement there, because once he's back, we're going to be pretty much in lockstep. I guess since this guy always gets hurt, I should check. Is Nathan Iavaldi on the IL? No, he's not on the IL. Okay, so Nathan Iavaldi. He's just Nathan Iavaldi. Got him at 58, you got him at 80, he's been 50 thus far. What do you mean he's just been Nathan Evaldi? That's When he's healthy, he's good.
1: Exactly. When he's healthy, he's good, and he just doesn't stay healthy.
0: Yeah, but you can't... So you're ranking him assuming he's going to get hurt?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm not assuming... I mean, yeah, I am assuming he's going to get hurt. He never stays healthy. Like, he's he's, uh, he's going to... At some point, he's, he's going to...
0: I don't think that's a good way to rank...
1: I, I mean, I think it's an appropriate way to rank sometimes with certain guys who have clearly just struggled to stay healthy their entire career.
0: I mean, yeah, but...
1: So We're projecting for thinking? rest of season. How many innings are you projecting him to get rest of season? A hundred. Okay, well, if you think he's going to get a hundred innings the rest of the season, then I have no problem with your ranking. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mean... project that. But
0: he's healthy right now. I don't see why I would assume he's going to get hurt. Because
1: he I mean, always gets hurt.
0: He stayed healthy last year, didn't he? Nine starts is pretty much a full season.
1: I mean, it's like three quarters of a full season.
0: No, no, no. I mean for last year.
1: Yeah, it was three quarters of a full season. Eh, it was Twelve fun. starts were a full season. If you he were like... nine. So therefore, if I give him three quarters of a rest of a season, he drops a little bit. Yeah, I think I think you're low. I I might be. Um, I think you're low
0: on my guy. Stifling the homers. Yes, I mean only he's only been one great. Home, that's like been huge.
1: like I don't even understand how his ERA is over four.
0: I, I don't either because the skills have been fantastic. Like what the freak's going on? He's
1: he's getting unlucky in the strand rate. Absolutely. Um, and you know and and getting a little babbip, I'm unlucky too so i mean yeah the skills have been fantastic i mean he's only given up one home run and he just gave it up yeah like it, it just happened he he was he was the last qualified pitcher to give up a home run this season
0: you want to talk about BABIP and and the vagaries of it it's perfectly encapsulated in eovaldi's start against the tigers which i remember Watching, but I can give you some, some highlights here. 14 total hits, two were doubles, so 12 singles. And that's, part, I mean, he didn't give up all of them, but he had, he gave up seven hits and um, had five strikeouts, one walk, but gives up six runs and four and a third because like he just had all, you know, painfully unlucky sequencing where every little hit that he gave up seemed to be doing damage. With the, with the five singles and two doubles that he gave up. So uh, Jones and Ramos with their doubles. I think Ramos actually was an RBI double. Jones's was not, but then he scored later. So, yeah, that was an unlucky game for him to give up six to the obviously anemic Tigers. Similar situation happened to Seattle when he gave up five in five, um, and it was a, a, lot of, a lot of nickels and nickels and dimes. And so, you know, that's kind of where he's been so far this year. If he keeps that home run rate going, um, to, you know, to a degree, obviously not point two, I don't expect that, but if he can keep it sub one, I think he's going to be in the mid threes with his ERA by season's end. that's right. That's how I feel about Evaldi.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's got the talent to do it. I, I do. And I should, I should bring him up. Um, and I'll take a deeper dive into it tonight, but, uh, yeah, I do worry about the health. I mean, my biggest issue with the is the health. Um, he'll be an interesting guy to see where he goes in these uh, in in these Memorial Day drafts. Yes,
0: yes. I thought you were going to say trade him. I'm like they're not trading him. They're twenty 29-19. But yeah, no, no. No, I, I think he's going
1: to be. This is very yeah, such a weird team. Like I, I like, know. Gotta, Why are they good, dude? Uh, I mean, their offense is great. I think we knew was, their offense was going to be good. Yeah. Uh, especially with J- if if I told you JD Martinez was going to be one of the best hitters in baseball this year, you'd have been like, "Well, the Red Sox offense is going to be a top, you know, three three to five offense this year." Correct. It's the rotation that has just been outstanding, which does not
0: make any sense.
1: Nope. I mean, but when you have your boy Ivaldi and my boy Two of Garrett Richards, our favorites, yeah. yeah, and <laughs> of our next it guy was.
0: here, <laughs> as we will transition into a fantasy. Uh, I don't know if fantasy favorite's the right word. You know, he's been a popular guy in fantasy circles to develop a lot of content off of Nick Pavetta. And I got him 66. You got him 88. He's been 37th on the season. So we're both coming in light relative to what he's done. 359 ERA, 124 whip, 50 strikeouts in 47 and two thirds. But he's 5-0. And that goes back to my point about Kwang Young Kim and how the win-loss can play such a big role in your um, player-rater ranking. So that's why I think his ranking is probably a little overrated. Kim's a little underrated uh, because I don't think 359 and 124 necessarily say top 40 to me, but when you got five dubs, it really pushes you up. So where do you come out on what Nick Pavetta's been doing so far? Because he's still walking the yard, but he's not allowing hits. He's not allowing homers. Are, are you buying into this? I mean, you got him at 88, so you don't, you're not Gaga for him. But uh, where do you come out on Pavetta? Like I said, we've been around this block a million times, but he's finally pitching well.
1: I appreciate what he's done for my main event team, um, but I, I <laughs> that walk rate is just so petrifying. Uh, especially mm-hmm. as things start to heat up in Fenway, <laughs> I'm just so scared that the homers. Especially, yeah. The homers That's gonna come go back. Gonna say. Yeah,
0: if, if the if if the previous home run issues come back into come back into play, he's dead because yeah. of the walk because the walk rate's already egregious, and that is a valid concern with Nick Pavetta. Um, he's got a four forty seven Sierra, and I I you know I like Sierra as one mm-hmm. of the best ERA indicators to look at personally and you know doesn't do any neutralizing with the with the home run rate or anything actually i don't i don't think it does uh, i might be wrong on that but um like fit, for example like i said that neutralizes your home run rate and i don't like that on guys that like robbie ray that have historical home run issues so he has a six percent homer to fly ball rate pavetta does
1: yeah that's coming stifling up.
0: homers for him he's a 17 percent career homer to fly ball rate so even if you don't get all the way back to that, the homers have to come up. 269 BABIP is far and away a career best. It's not like there's nothing here because his velos up 2 points from last year to 94.9. I like that. But it's it feels on a wire and that's why I said I couldn't even really get him near his player ranking rating and even though I'm 22 points higher than you, I'm not here to say like, "Yo, I love Nick Pavetta."
1: Yeah. I mean, you know? I think you just kind of use them until the wheels fall off. But, like, if we're talking about, like, this is the difference between talking about a guy that we're thinking about drafting, you know, this week, uh, if you're in a draft, uh, versus if you are just playing season long. In yep. season long, I'm just riding it, right? Um, And, you know, I'm not necessarily trying to, I mean, I guess you could try to sell high. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to buy <laughs> high I, from I, you. I uh, doubt it. Uh, but, you know, you just kind of ride until you start seeing those homers start to fly out of the park. Uh, as opposed to like a, uh, a an actual draft kind of uh, this weekend, I'm not going to draft Nick uh, So I feel like you know, I've already gotten all the goodness. Fall.
0: Yeah, he'd have to fall quite a bit. I, I have to get something that says I'm paying for a low 4 ZRA and I don't think his price will be down there. So I think that that's completely fair to say, and in fact, I am actually lowering him closer to you because I am nervous that 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 those numbers are going to flop. So um, I actually put him down to 71. So we're still we still have a little split, but nothing crazy. Um, all right, last guy, Casey Mize, Detroit Tigers superstar, best player in the league. No, he's actually been pitching really well though. I got him 69, which is very nice. He got him 87. He's been 56 thus far. I, listen, I, you know, I'm trying not to be an uber homer. Obviously, I watch a lot of his games. He's been really impressive. We're starting to see the development of Casey Mize. And when you watch, you know, you're not seeing big strikeout totals at all. There's 40 strikeouts in his 52 and two-thirds. But the way he attacks and has been figuring stuff out with what his stuff can do. This has been a fun development year for him. He had that little blip where he gave up five of his six homers in two outings, three to three to Oakland, two to KC, and he gave up 11 of his 22 runs in those two outings. So the other seven outings have been fantastic. Three runs or fewer in all of them. He's uh, one, two, one, and one in his last four starts, going six plus in every single one of those. I think we're seeing an emergence of Casey Mize this year. And um, if you can sacrifice the strikeouts a little bit, if your team is kind of set up to take on a lower strikeout, rate, I think the ratios are going to be strong. And then, you know, the wins are going to play how they're going to play on a bad team like the Tigers. So you can't really be expecting that. But I I like where Mize is at. and I'm I'm eager to see how he continues to develop.
1: Yeah, um, my ranking of him is no way saying I don't believe in him. Uh, it's more of a matter of he's not going to get the strikeouts that you're necessarily looking for. Uh, sure. And that kind of keeps him down a little bit. I do think he has tremendous upside, and I think we're starting to see him put that together. Um, you know, uh, will he ever be a SP1 or SP2? No, I don't I don't think he will be. But uh, I think he could be a 2. Again,
0: I'm going to yeah. keep leaning on that uh, peak... Uh, peak peak jordan zimmerman profile
1: sure and i i mean i think he uh i think he could definitely follow that kind of early career path of zimmerman hopefully without the surgeries and then the falling off but True. uh i i like i like Miles quite a bit i actually talked about him last night on the Friends fancy benefits podcast uh because he's just been fantastic over the last month um you know, and here's one thing I will say about kind of the wins for him because you, you did mention you know the win potential in Detroit not being as great. That division is atrocious.
0: Oh my God, it's so bad. And
1: somebody's got to win games in that division. True. True. Like you know, I mean, he getting to face the Twins, the Royals, and the Indians. The like one. you're yep. gonna have opportunities to get wins. So I'm not as when your entire division sucks. I'm not as worried about. That's oh, a great
0: call out. Yeah. Even being on one of the crappy teams, mm-hmm. like, okay, you're on one of the five crappy teams in a crappy
1: division. Yeah. And, and, I mean, really, the White Sox are good, but the, the American League is just crappy. There's, there's like That's fair. a handful of good teams, and then everybody else sucks. So he's going to get wins against the Orioles and against the Rangers and the Mariners and, and then his division. Uh, I, 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 I like Mize a lot. I think the ranking just reflects that. Um, he isn't a guy that's going to get you a ton of strikeouts. Though, in his defense, and probably a reason why I should push him up a little bit, he's gone at least six innings in each of his last five starts.
0: Boom, and then he starts to be again. He Jordan, can volume think, his way. Th- yeah, think peak Jordan Zimmerman, peak Bumgarner, Wayno, those types, where their strikeout total was still pretty good because they made up they made up for it with those extra innings there. That is, you knew, you took the words right out of my mouth. You knew exactly where I was going to go with that. And that's a great call out. Um, I love that they've been trusting him. They go out for that visit. It's happened a couple of times that visit where you think they're going to take him out. And it's just a chat to say, Hey, you got this. And I love seeing it. Cause you can tell that there's, you know, that incremental development that we're seeing from him. That's been really, really exciting to watch. So, all right. Uh, well, that's that's going to do it for the guys that, that I'm higher on there. And I think we had some good chats to uh, adjust our rankings. We both made some moves there and that's the way these conversations should go. We've got a group that we are going to look at that you're higher on next time. I'll rerun the numbers just because we're probably going to mm-hmm. both be futzing around with these over the next couple of days. Um, But like I said, every position for both of us should be done and updated by tomorrow evening, which is Wednesday the 26th. So if you are in any of these Memorial Day leagues, you should have fresh rankings across the positions. You're actually almost done with yours. I have SP and catchers in. My first baseman just needs to be transposed. I can do that right after the show. And then my short second, third outfield, I need to finish um, all all the legwork on those.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I've just got a. I've started on shortstop. Just got to do shortstop third and outfield and then relief pitcher, which will be a nightmare.
0: Oh, God. Oh, man. I guess I have to do that, too. Okay.
1: All right. Well, let's I'm get I'm just going to rank them in, in order of how many saves they've gotten.
0: Just... <laughs> <It's> <laughs> as good as anything else right now. You know. <laughs> Such a nightmare, dude. Such an absolute nightmare. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But you and I will be talking on Thursday. By the way, I've got special uh guest episode coming up later this week.
1: Without but me without preview- me. It is without Betrayal.
0: You. You, you do a Sunday episode without me every week. Now I'm invited to that. Yeah, I yeah. You can show that.
1: up whenever you want.
0: But hey boy letting his wings spread a little bit. I want to get some I want to get some guests in here. We need to get some guests in with us too, obviously. But I'm gonna be talking to Vlad Settler and uh posting that on never heard of him. Oh yeah um Roto Gut, never heard? No. Oh well, he's a uh, up and comer. Again,
1: small newer guy but... in the
0: industry. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think yeah, he yeah,
1: plays yeah. any NFBC?
0: <laughs> no, dude, he doesn't have the money for that. Oh, he like. I'm glad we're done recording because like he's kind of poor and lame.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so I'm kind of doing it as like a favor or whatever. Mm, like, yeah, no, a I couple... understand. Yeah, he's got like some friends in the industry, and they're like, dude, will you please talk to him? He's like Mm -hmm. kind of a nerd or whatever. I'm like, fine, you know? So, anyway, (laughs) dude, I hate our listeners so much. I'm so glad we're done. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) i can't wait Uh, to see
1: the reviews for this one
0: i know i know do the people that take it seriously will be uh will be a treat but no i love vlad i can't wait to talk with him um you and i will i have actually a guest list written down of ones i'd like to bring on with us plus my solo ones i'm gonna be starting something another thing for the patreon little little guest bonus clips that are patreon only and maybe uh let's talk offline here in a moment maybe you start doing that for sunday as well and uh I'll give you some ideas on what I'm thinking. We could do to like, uh, you know, ask him a few questions. Just pop that little piece up on on the Patreon because we're tr- we're expanding the Patreon. Okay, we we did not come through in the early part of the season. I I recognize that
1: you didn't and- come through. What? I'm just I'm just throwing it on you.
0: What? That's not very. You're fair. in
1: charge around here. It's
0: the team effort. Jeez, I didn't hear you being like, let's do Patreon stuff. There's no anyway. I in team. Well, apparently for you there is. There's a you in team when you're just pointing at me. Anyway, fine. Then I'm taking all the credit and all the money. <laughs> Wait, there's sharing, money? I'm sharing it with Vlad. Yeah, there actually is. And uh, you know, I don't know why I thought it would just like I don't know magically find its way into my account, but I actually need to set it up to get the money. Believe oh. it or not. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and do that so we can get our pay. Anyway. We're rambling on. We'll be back on Thursday, you and I chatting. Justin, have a great one. Take it easy.